What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Long and Sport of It. We've got the World Series on the horizon. The baseball season that we thought might never even get off the ground and looked like wasn't even going to finish. It is happening, folks. The Fall Classic. We miraculously got here, and it is going to be a fun series for sure. So I am here to break it all down for you, give you a bit of a preview. Welcome to the first episode of Baseball Banter. Let's get right into it. Cue that intro. sport of it. In case you didn't know already, my name is Andy, and I just want to put it out there. I know we've been talking a lot of football, but baseball is in fact my favorite sport. I am so excited to do this episode um, with you guys today. We've got the ultimate baseball series coming up here. The World Series, the Fall Classic, whatever you want to call it. It is upon us, and you know what? People were talking before this baseball season even started, oh, the World Series isn't going to count this year because it's a short season. But here's the thing. We've got the two best teams, record-wise, from the regular season who are going to be meeting up in Arlington starting tonight. The Los Angeles Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Rays, both the one seeds. And I am very excited for this World Series. I mean, I am so sad that my boys, the Bronx Bombers, are not in it this year. That was that was pretty heartbreaking, the Brasso Homer. Um, I'm kind of over that now, to be completely honest with you, looking ahead to next year. But we've got the World Series here, and I want to break it all down for you. So how we got to this point where we're seeing the big market Dodgers making their third World Series appearance in four years, and the Rays, a team that is one of the newest in baseball, making their second ever World Series and having a ridiculously low payroll. So the Dodgers just dominated the entire season. They were able to beat up on everybody they played. Their run differential was second to none, and... Nobody even got close to it. It was a ridiculous number. And the Rays, they had a 40-win season, too. And it was a good one for Tampa. Their pitching was amazing again this year. Glasnow, Snell, Morton, Yarbrough, and all those other guys, their amazing bullpen really helped get them here. And going back to the Dodgers, they're just a great team. They're young pitching. They're solid hitting. The way they've developed their team from the inside, it's very impressive what they've been able to do. And I am 
very impressed with both of these teams. And that Dodgers stat, their run dif- differential was 136. And the second best run differential in the entire league was the Padres. And theirs was plus 84. So nowhere close. More than 50 more runs in the run differential column for the Dodgers. So their offense was ridiculous, and it just shows that they were able to beat up on their opponents. And from what we saw in this postseason, they've looked pretty good. So they, obviously, in the wildcard series, no one had any doubt um, that they were going to win. We all knew they would beat the Brewers. The Brewers honestly did not deserve to be in the playoffs this year. I, I just want to put that out there. Sorry, Paul, he's a Brewers fan. And we're going to try and get him on Football Facts at some point. So stay tuned for that. We might have a little round table coming up. But back to baseball. Um, The Dodgers just beat up on the Brewers. No question they were going to do that. And then we got to the NLDS where they played the Padres, who were another really good team, surprising, young, and the Dodgers kind of handled them. The Padres just looked dead without Lamette, and then Clevenger only pitching one inning really did not help them. So they were able to roll through that series, even with the offensive attack of Fernando Tatis Jr. and Manny Machado. It just wasn't even close. It was a sweep. So the Dodgers are 5-0 and in the playoffs. Well, then they go to meet up with the Braves, a team that has just been cruising through the playoffs, beating the Reds and the Marlins, handing the Marlins their first ever playoff series loss, in fact. And the Dodgers went down 2-0 in the series. And then they went down 3-1 in the series. And it looked like they could have been in trouble, but they stormed back and won the series in an amazing Game 7 that Featured some amazing home runs. Cody Bellinger hurting his shoulder, celebrating. Julio Urias got, um, pitching the last three innings. Um, some interesting base running. It was just a great game. And the Dodgers were able to come back, and now they are here representing the National League in the World Series. Now, Tampa played another team that is definitely up-and-coming, kind of like a team like the Padres. The Toronto Blue Jays, who were pretty good this year, and especially with their young bats, but they just couldn't get it done. Hyunjin Ryu really got shelled in that one of those games. It was It was just bad, and I thought it would be more competitive than that, but the Rays just handled business like the Dodgers were able to. And then came um, a bad week for me, the yankees Rays series, the only division series this year to go to five games. And it ended in a heartbreaker with the Brasso home run. It was a great series, don't, don't get me wrong. It wasn't the ending I was looking for, but Tampa was able to get it done. They, their bullpen was just so good. They're... Hitting was able to get to the Yankees starting pitching, which obviously hasn't been that great all year. And then they made it to the ALCS where they had a bit of a scare against the Houston Trastros. 
I hate that team so much. I want to put that out here. I'm an absolute Houston Astros hater. And you will hear a lot of that from me, that's for sure. I mean, they're cheaters. It's... I don't really even want to get into that. Y'all should know this by now. Everybody hates the Astros pretty much except for Astros fans. There. That's my rundown. And Tampa? They took a 3-0 series lead and Houston looked dead in the water. But then Tampa looked like they just lost it. They looked tired. They The script kind of flipped. Oh, nice round there. Um, and Houston was able to storm back, force a Game 7. This was headlined by Carlos Correa's walk-off home run in Game 6. Or no, no, it was not Game 6. It was Game 5 that forced the Game 6. And then they obviously won Game 6, forced the Game 7. And their lack of pitching depth just really hurt them. Verlander would have really helped them. But... Instead, they ended up pitching Lance McCullers Jr. in Game 7, and he gave up some early homers, and that they just couldn't come back from that. Tampa won 4-2. They really were able to shut down the Astros most of the game. And they come out of the American League. They're going to represent the American League in the World Series. And now here we are, the Dodgers and the Rays in the World Series. I normally don't like to pick the two one seeds making it to the World Series, but it happened this year, which I guess is cool. Doesn't happen all too often. Um, but I'm expecting this to be a very good series. I know people are are thinking that the Dodgers are going to be able to clean up, but here's the thing. Tampa's pitching has been very good. It has been very good, and their hitting has been serviceable, for sure. It has been at least serviceable, and their fielding's been very good, and I think it's a well-matched series. I just think the Dodgers do have more good depth and talent. These are two teams that like to shuffle their lineups quite a bit, too, so they're going to be able to accommodate that for whoever's pitching, and... Obviously, Tampa's got their three really good starters, Glass now, Snell, and Charlie Morton. And then there's the Dodgers, and their pitching has just been ridiculously good this year. Obviously, you've got Clayton Kershaw, who, as we know, has been rocky in the postseason. You should check out my first ever YouTube video at King Panda Studios. It's a nice little tribute to Clayton Kershaw. And they've also got guys like Tony Gonsolin, Walker Bueller. He has been just, he is one of the best young pitchers in the game right now. And Julio Reyes, he's underappreciated. They've been using him out of the bullpen. And Dustin May, he's another young guy who's been just so good this season, and their bullpen too, Bruce Argraterol, Blake Trinan, I mean, Kenley Jansen, kind of, and other guys, that's among other guys, and then their offense, their entire lineup is stacked, Cody Bellinger, 
Maxim Muncy, Mookie, Betts, Corey Seager, who's been a monster in the playoffs. And they've even got a deep bench, too. It's just look at their depth chart, and you will say, wow, this team's got... Some of these guys would be starting on most other teams, say a guy like Kike Hernandez, and he's not even a regular starter. So, yeah, the Dodgers, big market team with lots of money. They've developed their team from the inside, and they are just so well-balanced. They're a well-balanced, well-oiled machine. And then Tampa, they've got their rotation that I already talked about, and their bullpen. It has been so good this year. Nick Anderson, Pete Fairbanks. Diego Castillo, you name it. They've they're just one of the most solid bullpens in baseball. What can I say more than that? And then their fielding has been very good and their hitting has not been as good as the Dodgers, but it has been good, very underrated. Mike Zanino has woken up in the playoffs. G-Man Choi is doing G-Man Choi things. Everybody loves him. He's impossible to hate. And The guy that has really come out of nowhere, I had my eye on him a little in the season, but I didn't think much of it. I saw him as almost a fantasy baseball guy that might be a good waiver wire pickup. That's really all I saw of him. But Randy Arena, oh my gosh, he has been destroying all of these teams in the playoffs. And it's just been amazing to watch. And What's especially crazy is how there was an article written by the Rays beat writer about about a Rosarena that came out before the ALDS against the Yankees started. And from that moment, he's just been raking and hitting. He won ALCS MVP. Can't forget, Corey Seager mentioned him too. He won NLCS MVP. But a Rosarena is just having one of the best postseasons ever no doubt in my mind, and he's a rookie too. It's just been amazing to watch him. And so I think Tampa is another very well-balanced team. These are two well-balanced teams playing against each other in the World Series, and I think that's how they were able to get to the World Series was their balance and just how solid they were in all fronts. And going back to the Dodgers even with fielding, just look at some of those Mookie Betts plays. Just look at some of those Mookie Betts plays. I beg you all to do that. So on that note, game one is tonight. Tyler Glass now and Clayton Kershaw going at it. Kershaw could easily flip the narrative on his playoffs at any point during this World Series. And I think he definitely has the shot to do it especially in game one. And it's Glass now. He's a young guy. And he's looked pretty good in the playoffs. He's been a little rocky at points, but mostly been very good. And then in game two, Blake Snell is going to pitch for Tampa. We don't know who's going to pitch for the Dodgers quite yet. I guess it would probably be since Walker Bueller will be going game three for them I'm guessing probably 
for game two, they might go with Gonsolin, maybe. I'm not sure. He did just pitch earlier in the week. But we'll see what the Dodgers do for that game. And Snell, he's his ERA has been very good in the playoffs. He has had some struggles, but, I mean, the guy just won a Cy Young a couple of years ago. And then on Friday, we got Walker Bueller, Friday the 23rd. Walker Bueller, I, I just think even if Morton were to go against him, I think that should be a win for the Dodgers. I just want to put that out there. And then we don't know the pitching schedule for the rest of the series. But if I were to make my prediction, I think that the Los Angeles Dodgers will win the series. I don't think it's going to be as much of a blowout as some people are thinking. I think it's probably going to be a close series. And I'm going to make my official prediction right here, right now. You are going to hear it from me. The Los Angeles Dodgers will win the World Series of 2020 in... Drumroll, please. Six games. I just think the Dodgers are the better team for sure. And their pitching, starting pitching depth, is slightly better than Tampa's. And they're hitting. Everybody on that team has been hitting. It hasn't been just a few guys. I think their hitting is going to outmatch Tampa's hitting. And I think that, honestly, their pitching is just going to slightly squeak ahead of Tampa's, and I think they're going to win the series in six games. I think it should be a very entertaining series. One team that hasn't won the World Series since 1988, and the other that has never won it. Won a big market team, the basically the definition of a big market team, other than a team like the Yankees, and the definition of a small market team. I think it's going to be a very entertaining series, very close, but I'm taking the Dodgers in six games. And who knows? Tampa could come in and upset the Dodgers. Who Nobody knows, but I'm taking the Dodgers in six. And yeah, I'm excited to watch some World Series baseball in the coming days. I hope you guys will join me with that. I think it should be fun. And you know what? This baseball season's wrapping up, and I think it's going to be a good end to the season. Thank you guys for hanging out with me for a little bit today. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy schedules to come hang out, listen to me give my take on the upcoming Fall Classic. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys. Have a great week. I might do a mid-series episode just to see how it's going. So maybe be on the lookout for that. Thank you guys. Have a great one. Peace. Hey, Long and Sport of It fans. Did you guys know that you can send us your voice messages with your opinions, your questions, 
or just stuff to tell us. Yeah, you sure can, and you can do it at anchor.fm slash the long and sport of it. Again, that's anchor.fm slash the long and sport of it with no capital letters and the long and sport of it being all one word. Again, thank you guys so much for listening and have a good one.